Hello, it's Future Bobby Joe here. Future from the actual main episode. I'm just sneaking in here. I have just listened back to the main episode and I recorded that about a week or two ago. And it's just super funny listening back to myself and where I was at. Um, with things like health, it can be unpredictable. And since I've um, dropped my doses of my supplements, I have seen some improvement and um, had one particular day, which was a real turning point for me, where I was around friends and it was just so healing on all levels. And um, since then, I've, I've really manifested the ability to be well enough to start working on some courses and ebooks for you all. So I'm like busy with that. And things are shifting in a super positive direction. I, I'm not uh, symptomless by any stretch of the imagination, but it's it's kind of beautiful to look back and see where I was at and how I've shifted even in such a short time. And um, by the time that this is released, and uh, maybe by the time that you hear this, if you are a future person, <laughs> it could be such a different space. Um, but here is to calling in blessings with ease and flow. And I will return you all to the main episode. Hi, welcome to this first episode of The Relationship Awakening. My name's Bobby Joe, and I'm not going to give myself an introduction actually. Um, I think often we try and squeeze what we want to say into this neat little box, but I'm just going to allow myself to share where I'm at in my life in order to expand into this conversation. Today's episode is going to be on trust, what to do when the universe seems to be working against you. And so in order to talk about that, I kind of need to share where I'm at with, with that journey within myself, what's been happening in my life. So my name is Bobby Joe. I am a relationship and spiritual coach and before I did that I had the chronic illness ME for about four or five years before I improved gradually to the point where I was able to work and so um, I've been doing this work as a relationship and spiritual coach, conscious relationships, divine unions, supporting people to communicate from their heart and soul, um, and to really heal. Um, ultimately, all relational challenges will um, end up being a form of exploring self-love. Um, and then this last year, I experienced a relapse in my symptoms, although relapse would be a kind word because I've experienced symptoms this year that I have never experienced before. And I've been severely, severely sick to the point where I've been in and out of hospital and I said goodbye to my loved ones because I sincerely thought I'm going to die. And I'm currently on this journey, this 
physical healing journey of trying to find a way to regain my health and it is terrifying and humbling um, and has called every bit of strength from me. I can confidently say I am one of the strongest people I know um, because of this experience. Um, and it's super interesting to be releasing a podcast, actually. I have this moment now where I feel able to talk, but sometimes I've even lost the ability to speak. Um, and I have struggled with sound sensitivity, so like noises would, noises would completely overwhelm my nervous system to the point where I would like get overwhelmed and collapse. Um, so it's in this interesting journey where in the one half I have extensive knowledge and understanding and experience within relationships, within spiritual healing, within creating a sense of safety within yourself, nervous system healing. And on the other hand, I'm very much a student of life right now and having to step back from giving and supporting in the old ways that I used to. But I have realized during this journey that I do still have wisdom to share. And um, hopefully this uh, podcast will also come alongside me being able to offer support as well. Um, I would love to be able to do guided meditations and audio courses and things like that. Although I, for the moment, I need to step back from one-to-one -one clients. I would love to be able to return to that. Um, but I can share my heart and um, it's medicine for me as well. So um, trust, <laughs> trust what to do in the universe feels like it's working against you. I, I had this illness for like five years and I was improving. I wasn't completely healed, but I was like, this is amazing. I can take on clients. Um, I started being able to travel and see my friends. I went um, on a retreat. I went camping. I was suddenly able to be like a normal person again. I had to rest more than usual, but um, it was so amazing. It was so exciting. It was like my life was finally coming together after this period of illness. And I got a few months of that. Um, and then I got smacked right back down. And um, I did have some unfortunate things happen that were beyond my control. For example, like the heating in my house broke for a month, which meant that I was constantly cold. I've had circulation issues for like most of my life. And um, looking back, um, I think that had a huge impact on, on my downward spiral. And um, I was really seeking answers because um, I've been so sick and all these doctors tests were coming back as fine. I felt like I was having a heart attack multiple times, but my ECGs came back fine, struggling to breathe. Um, so weak, I couldn't walk, unable to eat or drink, really some of the worst symptoms that you can possibly have. And yet it was like your blood tests are fine. And, um, I found a holistic practitioner who does bioenergetic testing and, um, found out that I resonate as positive for having Lyme disease as well as some other co-infections. So it was a massive relief to find out that answer and I actually was bitten by a tick within the last year. Um, but also 
walking this journey where I'm not in a place where my symptoms have significantly improved, um, I'm very grateful that I've been able to stay out of hospital. Um, but just walking this journey where um, I live in the UK, so we have the NHS, but people who have complex chronic illnesses will probably tell you, most of them, that pharmaceuticals do not help them. And for many people, they don't even touch their symptoms. They don't even provide any kind of symptom relief whatsoever. Um, and in fact, often pharmaceuticals end up harming people with very sensitive bodies. I'm one of those people. Um, so for me, there is no national health service. If I had a heart attack, maybe they could help me with the actual heart attack. Um, they can give me IVs. When I wasn't able to drink, I had to go to the hospital to have IVs to rehydrate myself. Um, thankfully, I was saved by Kangen water. Um, I, I needed the best water in the world in order to um, be able to drink because my body can't even handle processing the toxins from like uh, bottled water which I've come to learn a lot about the toxins that are in water, um, which I didn't know about um, to the degree I do now. But anyway, so I'm, I'm great, very, very grateful I'm able to drink water now, thanks to my Kangen machine. Um, but yeah, in terms of uh, actually helping me to heal, that's something that I, uh, only a holistic modality can do, and there is no funding for that. Um, because it's not connected to the pharmaceutical giants. And so people with illnesses like me, we often have to pay out of pocket to get ourselves the food and the supplements and the modalities that we need, sometimes just to keep us afloat. For me, there are certain foods and supplements I need to take just to keep me where I'm at, just to keep me out of hospital, just to keep me at a place. I genuinely believe if I didn't have them, I would be long dead. I think I would have died around... April, May, if I hadn't had these supplements. And I've recently discovered that I have these dental issues. When I was um, when I was 19, I went on this disastrous date um, with this guy. He was very, he was very infatuated with me. It was very flattering. But um, I had an accident where someone like fell on top of me at a bar and I was lifting a glass to my mouth at the time to drink. And the glass smashed into my tooth and part of my tooth broke off on this date. Um, he then proceeded to try and kiss me with my raw tooth nerve exposed, which was very, very painful. Um, but yeah, the, I then had to have a root canal and the dentist told me nothing about the um, side effects, potential side effects of having a root canal. She just said like, this is what you need. Um, and I've now found out that my root canal is quite severely infected. So that infection is probably affecting my brain. Um, that's probably part why I've had so many neurological symptoms because I'm, I have this infection in my body all of the time, um, as well as the other infections. Um, and my dental expenses are probably going to be quite phenomenal. And at a time when I, I can't work, um, it's absolutely terrifying. And, um, I'm sure that if there is other people listening, and I'm sure <laughs> I will attract people in the chronic illness community that they'll relate to this, that just the medical expenses, there must be so many people that have literally died because they can't afford the care that they need. And I'm in a space of 
um, having to have divine trust that I will continue to find ways to receive money just so that I can keep going and keep plodding on and hopefully improve to the point where I have quality of life and I can do the things that normal people do and God, I love life. Life is so beautiful. When I thought that life was slipping through my fingers and I really thought I was going to die, you just can't take it for granted anymore. It's just all the small moments, like wrapping my arms around my cats and the beauty of the sunlight and a blue sky and having a body. We're so blessed just to be here every single day and so to return to that journey of trust it's the biggest call of trust that I've ever had to make and to call in financial support at a time when so many people are struggling so many businesses have closed so many people have been plunged into poverty due to the lockdowns And to have that trust that somehow I'm going to be supported. That somehow there is a way through this. Either I get to a point where I don't need many supplements. I don't need those things anymore because my body's strong enough that it can hold its own. Or I receive the support through donations. Or I receive the support through being able to work and and give something back, which would be so amazing. How do I trust that? Well, I learned that the alternative to trust, that fear and doubt has such a negative impact on my physiology that I can't afford to doubt. <laughs> you know, doubting could, could kill me it, or it could make me bedridden. It could make things unbearable to the point where I'm like a living death. I... I only the choice the only choice I have that makes sense is to trust. And that's an incredible thing. And I've been in this position before when I first got sick. Um I went through a breakup and if I allow myself to cry and, and feel the grief of the breakup, I would be so weak that I wouldn't be strong enough to step out of my front door the next day and just get some rays of sunshine on my body. I would just be stuck in bed. And um I found it just phenomenally challenging to develop that spiritual discipline that I had to find a way to be so okay with breaking up with this person that I didn't cry. I simply meditated for hours a day, um, just being present with my body and the, the strength in my body slowly returned and had to let go with that grief in such a measured way and I'm kind of in a similar way now that there is grief and sadness around things so many things that I've lost in this last year and particularly friends um and it's such a vulnerable thing because I think we often feel like what's wrong with me if I've lost friends why do people abandon me and I know that with the attachment style work, there's going to be a lot of people that potentially are holding abandonment wounds that listen to this. So this is like another way that this 
has shown up um that um yeah a lot of people have not known how to support me be a friend or even know how to talk to me um when i've been this sick and and some people have ghosted me completely um and that's that's been enormously painful but i've also not been able to fully feel that pain because i don't have the capacity to actually release that emotion yet i simply have to put it on pause and that's something that i wouldn't do in my normal life i was very much the kind of person who would want to face my my shadow work head on i did a lot of shadow work and and to now be like this thing that i taught i can't even do it and it's actually intelligent from a survival point of view to put this off and so that's an interesting perspective and i very much deepened my understanding of how we have to take things at a level our nervous system can handle. We can only integrate things at the level the body can handle. And we have to ground ourselves into that because healing doesn't come from this like intellectual place. It, it comes from the body. It comes from um, that deep connection that we, we have with our physiology. Um, and so that really has deepened my compassion for anyone who is going through a struggle where they're just not ready to lean into a certain challenge. Um, and we just have to take it step, step by step and have that foundation of gentleness with ourselves, self-love, kindness, self-care. That's, that's got to be the foundation before we really dive into like the, the mucky stuff. And it's like my body is a physical representation of that before my body goes through deeper levels of detoxing and uh, killing off the microbes inside of my body that are not my highest good, I need that foundation of strength and I need to take it at a pace that I can handle. And um, yeah, I'm currently on a journey of backing off my my um, antimicrobial supplements and, and seeing what is the balance for my body, what can my body handle right now. So trust, the, the energy of trust, the vibration of trust, much more high vibrational than doubt and fear which is a form of death and when you have uh, experienced such deep levels you can feel what the vibration of each thing is and they are doubt is a, is a vibration of death it's it's the death of flow it's the death of possibility the death of safety and holding that vibration of death in your body, it's only going to amplify um, factors within your body that, that are not supportive of like optimal vitality and wellness. So it's like, um, I have to choose trust. And sometimes the trust does waver and it becomes more like hope, which is sort of the flip side of doubt, but at least hope, there's a choice within that, that you're leaning into... In order to have hope, there has to be some level of trust. Like, you might be at like 5% trust, but there's still some trust there if you can hold hope. And I am on this journey of, of working between hope and trust. Um, and it's like, if I can just hold trust 5% of the time, and the rest of it, it's hope, I love my body through that. If that's all I can hold... Um, but I know that very often people share these like manifestation stories where 
really the darkest hour was before the dawn they they went through something and it just seemed like everything was falling apart i mean i i'm recording this on my phone i intended to have like a really great microphone to record a podcast on and i i researched the best microphone and um i i also got recommendation from a friend and i get this microphone and it turns out in real life it's it's terrible quality and I actually messaged one of my friends who is a musician and I'm like, hey, do you know anything about microphones? Am I doing something wrong with the settings here? And she goes, you know what? The same thing happened to me. I actually had, I bought the same microphone as this and I ended up um, taking it back. Uh, and I did the research as well. And um, it's kind of a funny synchronicity. Um, and I do share a lot of synchronicities with this friend, which is, so beautiful that those things have still shown up in my life despite how difficult things have been I, I do receive signs from the universe and I I listen to that voice the voice of God the voice of source whatever creator creation that you want to label that as I that's also been monumental keeping me alive when there's been moments when I felt there was nothing I could do to help my body I'd be like God give me the answer what can I do right now and I would receive an answer of some small thing I could do to just keep myself afloat. But um, yeah, I received some really beautiful synchronicities. And um, with this friend, it was just so hilarious. We, we had the same mic and, and she's actually, um, there's been sinful synchronicities where she said things to me that have actually been pretty life-saving, um, either emotionally or physically. Um, Thank you so much, my angel. I will tell her who she is <laughs> in person. So when she listens to this, she receives my gratitude. Um, but yeah, it's like the universe. I'm even trying my best to find a way. I was like, I'm going to record an audio course. I'm going to record a podcast. And we're going to have it on the best possible audio quality. And I was like, no, no, it's not going to be this one. It's not going to be this mic. And then my laptop broke. My charger got um, wedged in, inside of my laptop. The warranty won't cover it. So that's another expense to get my laptop fixed. And it's just like, when does this end? When do all of these insane expenses become this even off manageable space where I'm receiving financially from the universe as much as I'm expending? And I know that there's vibrational patterns to work through with that. Like maybe there's some energy that I'm putting out there where um, there's a way to learn how to attract it. And, and I'm on that journey um, of becoming a vibrational match to that abundance. Um, and it's just, it's wild. And I'm in a place right now where I can kind of say this and, and sound very centered and calm, but like, you could feel what was what is inside of my body right now you would be like wow <laughs> wow how is she here um but yeah trust trust is a high vibrational emotion and it's a calm emotion as well it's a surrendering and letting go it's a flow and like I said, I have seen so many times when trust um, 
has been monumental and, and someone will have gone through something where it's just seemed like everything was falling apart. And then you see how it had to fall apart for things to get better. You see how it just had to be that way. And um, I just have to believe that I'm one of those cases. And I know I have so much to offer this world. So I just have to take it like moment by moment. And I find it actually intensely triggering to visualize too much into my future because I don't know what's going to be on the other side of this. The truth be told, I can't visualize myself with perfect health. I can't visualize myself with all the things that I want, but I'm like, it's actually a limiting belief to think that I have to visualize it in order to receive it. Like, there's been things that I've manifested into my life where I didn't have to visualize them. They just sort of happened. Maybe I had a vague idea that they were gonna happen, a vague desire, but I didn't have to picture them in order to receive them. And um, when people say that like we manifest what we, what we think, what we believe is gonna happen, often those beliefs, those thoughts are deeply subconscious because things have happened in my life and they will have happened in your life that you could have never imagined with your conscious mind. You never in a million years thought that those things were gonna happen. And if manifestation worked from the conscious mind, everything in life would be predictable. It would be really simple and predictable and, and we know that that's not how life works. So just believing that, that setting that intention is enough and that we just have to put one foot in front of the other. And if you are going through something and this could apply to anything, it could be a relationship challenge, could be a money challenge, could be just emotional pain, could be an illness where you have no idea how you are going to get from A to B to whatever it is that you want. We only ever need to know the next step, just one thing at a time. Like right now, you know, I ask myself, like, do I need food right now? Do I need water right now? Do I need to stretch right now or do something to care for myself? And that, that's all I need to know. Or do I have the energy to do the kind of admin things right now that I need to do to take care of myself? Um, like for example, right now, it's um, buying a really great quality toothbrush that my dentist recommended. And it was even things like that, where it's like going on Google, finding the toothbrush. <laughs> even that, it's, it's, it's energy expending. It's um, something that sometimes I haven't had energy to actually do that. Um, so we just get to check in with our bodies and ask ourselves, like, what what does my body need right now? And that's applicable no matter whether it's health or completely unrelated to health. And I guess ultimately everything that we experience is affecting our health on like a, an emotional level. We're constantly experiencing a cascade of chemicals and hormones and uh, experiencing everything through the vessel of the body. So yeah, what can I do right now? That's the question um, that I invite you all to ask. What do I need to do to honor myself? And um, I used to find a way to like kind of relate everything that I did to relationships. So I'd be like, yeah, maybe it's like asking yourself, do I need to set a boundary? Do I need self-care? 
do I need more time for connection? Like that's been a thing for me today. I've really realized that my nervous system needs more emotional connection. And I've been reaching out vulnerably and inviting people to be closer to me as a friend, um, which also has felt very vulnerable because I don't have the same capacity in friendship as I used to to offer support and um, um, it's kind of do all the things that I used to be able to do as a friend and I can't go out and do like activities with people um, that I would really love to do. But that's a deep, deep work in self-compassion to be like, hey, I might be really sick, but I actually still deserve friendship and I actually do still have something to offer as a friend. And um, I'm going to call out one of my wonderful friends, Brett, who came into my life in the last few months and he really showed me and said to me directly, like, you have a lot to offer at a time when I didn't think anyone would want to be my friend starting from that point in my life. It was like, if someone's existing already my friend, then they would know me more deeply. They would know my personality and they would be able to see me through this season, maybe. But the idea that someone might want to be my friend starting from where I've been at and that I still had some kind of personality beyond just being an illness. Um, I just felt like a walking embodiment of that. And um, to know that actually I am, I'm more than that. I'm, I'm still actually someone that has gifts to offer that has been so, so healing to me on every level. Um, so yeah, Brett, if you're listening to this, I'm never gonna forget that. <laughs> ever and I appreciate you so much. I can feel that like my body is telling me that this is sort of the, the end of the messages that are meant to flow through me today. So I'm gonna close this out right here. I'm sending you so much love and um, I'm excited for this this journey together and um, I hope to be sharing really positive news about my health um, and being able to share my perspective on, on things that I used to do before, the relational guidance, the attachment style stuff. Um, I used to be fearful avoidance, so I really specialize in, in sharing um, how to heal fearful avoidance. Um, if, that, if that's up your street, stay tuned. Thank you so much for being here and I'm wishing you all such a wonderful day.